step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Wafu FM. It's time! Hello ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the Chris and Chris Show. I'm Chris with a, check this out, a cornucopia of critical chastisement to see. Oh, funny. Yeah. I, I came prepared. Uh, uh, I do not, I'm just Chris with a, a bland old fucking stupid K. A kaleidoscope of Ks. Mm, mm-hmm. Nice, mm. nice. A KKK. <laughs> uh, Chris with a KKK. No, no, no. So, no, no. no. Uh, we just thought we'd do a... Because we haven't actually done a show since the Men in Black show, because the last one, uh, the 95 show, was done once again. It was one of the backup shows from a couple of months ago. So we thought, yeah, we'll just, we'll just come out and press record, put up with Skype's bullshit! As always. And um, talk about some news and bits and bobs. I've got a few little bits and bobs. Do you have a few little, <laughs> few little bits and bobs? Yeah, there's, there's stuff. Stuff. We've got stuff, folks. <laughs> right, first off, though, a couple of deaths that uh, happened. Not necessarily movie-related, but... I thought I'd mention them anyway. Uh, Vader passed away, professional wrestler, big man Vader, Leon White, uh, yeah. age 63. Um, he had pneumonia. He had loads of fucking health problems over the past couple of years with his heart and stuff. But I mainly wanted to mention, because it's not like we're both like diehard Vader marks or anything, no. but he is a part of the show, because I don't know if you know or not, his voice is in our opening um, music jingle. Oh, that's so, the term. Mm, <laughs> it's time, from his old WWF theme music. Nice. So I thought it was worth mentioning, bless him. Did I tell you when Stacey texted me to tell us that Vader had died? <laughs> and you were like, and I died in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was kind of being sarcastic. And then I was like, oh, that's that's kind of sad. I, I assumed she meant Dave Prowse. And she was being like, you know, like, I don't know, dense, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, that Vader bloke died. <laughs> uh, and then she was like, no, the wrestler Vader. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> I just, I took it like Dave Prowse had died, but at first I was taking the piss saying, like, he died Battle of Fair. <laughs> Battle of Endor, Endor, <laughs> And also, music related, uh, Vinnie Paul from Pantera died, um, age 54, he had a heart attack. Bless him. Oh, One of the best drummers ever as well. Yeah. It's just sad, man, that, like, you know, both him and Dime well, it's just about were the first, say, were the yeah, first but... to go. It's just fucking, not that I'm saying, you know, the other two should have gone, I'm just saying it's <laughs> fucked up that, like, those two went and, like, before the time and stuff. It's sad, man. Yeah, definitely. Free grim. Uh, but let's not talk about sad stuff. No. Let's get no. on to some uh, movie news. Uh, first, a little bit. Uh, Arrow announced today, because it's Friday the 13th, it's essentially a second Halloween. Now, it depends how many Friday the 13th you get in one year. Sometimes it's like five. Yeah. Um, they announced they're releasing Candyman in October in a rather one of their usual plush hardbox special editions with a book and a poster and all that jazz. No, I haven't seen that. I'll probably get it. Don't know if I'll get it straight away. I like Candyman, but I'm not going to rush and pay, like, you know. It's been a while. 
been ages since I've seen it. Like, I think literally the last time I saw Candyman, I rented it at Blockbuster. That's mm. like on video. That's the last time I've seen it. It's one of the ones that always forgets a Clive Barker story as well. Mm. I always forget that for some reason. Did they make, did they make a few? Three? Four? Th- three, I think, yeah. Three, yeah. Mm. Speaking of Blockbuster, you've seen there's only one Blockbuster left in the entire mm. US of A. Yeah, I saw it on Reddit. I saw, like, uh, this is the last one or something, yeah. yeah it's pretty bad. It's like trying to get rid of the last cockroach in your house. <laughs> Fuck Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, too right. I mean, they were all bad for the industry. They really were. And, like, they were bad the, for independent businesses, basically. Yeah, they the pushed their prices up. They came in with the big fucking boots all over everything. Like, oh, we've got 100 copies of it and we'll stomp the shit out of all the little industries. Yeah, that's the annoying thing. Is awesome. Remember when Blockbuster, what well, was Ritz here? And then I think Blockbuster bought out all the Ritzes in the UK and then all them became Blockbusters. Yeah. And when Blockbuster first opened, I'm sure you had the same experience when you first went. You were like, how much? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, it how was much for what, one fucking night? Mm. And like, they're they're just a shit company because you can tell they're a shit company because they basically just threw money at shit. Like their their thing was like, we'll just choke the fuck out the competition and get like we'll we'll buy a hundred copies of a new film. Mm. But you know there was no like there was no um, planning or, or anything behind it and that's why they basically failed like they could have gone down the Netflix route mm. absolutely if some if somebody with half like an ounce was running that company they would have seen the writing on the wall and went hang on people are going to stop renting stuff here yeah. we need to react and you know like that's the sad thing about like they could have actually become like they could have be been a, yeah yeah it could have been like the the blockbuster.com now where you go and watch any film you want did stuff. they do like a mail-in service briefly when netflix they, first started getting popular i think they tried it like but it was like uh one of these where you yeah they sent you the discs didn't yeah because that's what netflix yeah. was at first wasn't it that yeah. like love film i remember it was like the yeah, uk's equivalent but just too little too late basically mm. like companies that just think well, I've got all the films. What's gone wrong? <laughs> you know, like that's their plan. Yeah, pretty much. That's that was HMV's plan. They were like, "We'll buy all the CDs and all the films that are out this week. Why are we going out of business?" Yeah. And it was like, "Well, you know, you need a fucking I don't know, come up with something." The the world's a changing place now. Yeah. People aren't buying shit the same and stuff. But the sad thing was, like, when you first go in, you go, "Oh, fucking hell!" It's like no one's going to come here. It's too expensive. And then you know. Next thing you know, at least for our town, Video World. Well, Revol- did Revolver or Video World go first? I can't remember. I think Revol- yeah, Revolver. Yeah, yeah. and because then, then there was Global Video that didn't last that long. Oh God, I yeah, Global Video. And yeah, then, that was the one round uh, near the near the what? supermarket. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and then like, like one by one, the other video shops stopped going, and then Blockbuster still hung on for years. And I was used to, I was used to pass and be like, shake me fist at it like an old man, like you fucking <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Give us back my video show. <laughs> I always wanted that. I was just I, when I, like I used to get so pissed off at Blockbuster and just be like, one day I'm going to fucking buy the shop next door. Like I'm going to be win the lottery, buy the shop next door, and just stand outside giving away free copies of whatever the new release is <laughs> that day. <laughs> just to shut them down. Yeah, and then you go up to the fucking fridge and you're like, how much for a tiny little tub of ice cream? Twenty five yeah. pound or something. The light and brisk, the cinema prices, basically. It did, yeah. It was like going to fucking Cineworld or something. <laughs> Go for a fucking, like, large Coke and just hand over the keys to your car and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over, basically. Yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Arrow. Uh, yeah. Then, hmm. then we went on to Blockbuster. Um, uh, Eureka releasing, as well as uh, the Police Story box set that's coming out uh, um, end of August. They've also announced City Hunter and the Blu-rays. 
Mmm, very exciting time. All these films that are starting to trickle out now on Blu-ray. Mm, God bless you, Rita. Because they started, you know, late last year with the Drunken Master release, and I thought, is that going to be it? And then they took the time, but I'm guessing they've just been, you know, negotiating rights, I suppose. Yeah. I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the year they announced, like, Project A and something like that. Some other, like, 80s classic. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see, like, Young Master and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, well, as much as I can get my hands on, but... Yeah, 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 totally. As long as I don't start announcing, like, Half a Loaf of Kung Fu and well, shit like that. Well, that's what I was going to get on to, because 88, 88 films... Well, Rick, Rick Baker from Eastern Heroes let it slip recently on Facebook that 88 films are releasing some Jackie Chan films in the near future. And then Callum Waddle um, confirmed it, but he, someone was like, which films, which films, of course. And he was yeah. like, it's secret. And I wouldn't be surprised, because, you know, 88 Films are a smaller company, I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to go back and release some of the best, like, better low-way films. Yeah. Like Dragon Fist and stuff like that. Maybe yeah. say, because there's that one that Jackie's really proud of. I think it's... Oh, it's got Shaolin in the, in the name. Shaolin Wooden Men, maybe? That's one of his autobiography you said he was really proud of, because, like, low-way had forgot to do this. <laughs> Glowway was like asleep and let him and the uh, stunt choreographer like direct the whole movie. So. <laughs> they're making them know it could be like Snake and Eagle Shadow because I'm surprised. Like, yeah. That's one that weirdly I know like it's they're kind of the same film and stuff and like but that like Drunken Masters always held higher just because of I don't I don't know it's just oh like Fearless Eye you know that's always seen as like a shade to Jackie Chan film yeah it's always forgotten about as well yeah I, I always like Fearless Eye you know for but it would be cool if 88 films got a whole like Snake and Eagle Shadow or something. Mm. I think I was prefer- I've been a while since I've seen both, but I think I was preferred Snake and Eagle Shadow. Oh yeah, it's, it's just for uh, Huang Zhangli and stuff. Mm. And- well, he's in both. <laughs> God, I yes, isn't he? Yeah, he was, you know, that's, that's I mean, they're essentially the same. Yeah, film, except yeah, one I'm, of, I'm forgetting. And one of them, he's pissed. <laughs> for some reason, I'm thinking he wasn't in the. Uh, yeah, and that one's pretty yes, he's in both. Um. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, well, that must be. I must prefer him. In Snake and Eagle Shadow, I think maybe. from what I remember, he's more of a bastard. Although he does yeah. have, he does, he doesn't have any of the great lines he has in Drunken Master. But Harry and Dad wipe your ass and stuff. I was gonna say that's probably more dubbing though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I totally. Yeah, <laughs> just like fucking Dean Sheck, and he's <laughs> have some more water now, you bastard. <laughs> Still got that, like they redubbed all that. I know. Yeah, they obviously couldn't get a hold of the proper like original track because they just redubbed it. It's not the same at all. Yeah. When it comes to seventies kung fu, if you don't have the original track, don't bother. Like, yeah. don't just redub it. It's terrible. It's all like proper and authentic. And yeah, it's, it's all yeah, it's all dramatic now. It's not funny anymore. It's all like have some more water. You're a bastard. And like, you do not have a father. <laughs> it just goes all the fucking dramatic and anime and shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, who knows? Uh, we'll probably find out in a couple of months what idiot films are releasing. Who knows? But yeah, something I forgot to mention, uh, the Jackie Chan Stallone movie that they're finally going to do, like we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago, but Stallone has now been replaced by none other than the Doctor of Thurgonomics, Mr. John Cena. Mm, yeah. Jackie yeah. Chan and John, two JCs. There's a film that I never thought I would see. I know, it's yeah. fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, it could work. I mean, uh, I quite like John Cena, to be fair. Like, mm. he has he has good presence on screen and stuff. And he does. Like, and he knows, he, he can take the piss out of himself. Mm-hmm. You know that's a good thing, and not in like a, not in a, a, a Hulk Hogan way. If you know what I mean, like when Hulk Hogan took the piss out of himself, it, it was kind of grim. To be honest, yeah. like I don't know when John Cena does it, it, it's kind of a laugh. He's in that. He's in one of the, uh, oh, what's it called the film with the, the lasses? Uh, is it Sisters? <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going through my own brain. The film will laugh. This is a total bloke. You way to describe. Yeah, I want all the fucking women. All the fucking estrogen and that in it. <laughs> uh, no, it's called uh, Sisters. That's the one. Yeah, uh, and he, and was he in plays like a drug dealer and stuff. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
And he was well, in that other one with fucking uh, Amy Schumer, wasn't he? What is it? Uh, when he gets his bum out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These films all just blur. I know, I'm trying to... I like them. You know, I do like them. When I watch them, they do get a laugh out of it. I can't remember the name of them. Uh, what's the Amy Schumer film, Stacey? Or <laughs> John Cena in? <laughs> I'll ask the missus. Eh? Train wreck. So yeah, he's apparently he's in like I don't know if he's still there, but he was in China at like Jackie Chan's like gyms and stuff, like training for the film. So he's obviously gonna he's gonna throw down in it. Who knows if it's with Jackie Chan or the stunt team, but who knows? Yeah. The working title is Project X. Which hopefully that's not the final title because that'll just be more confusing Jackie Chan series. <laughs> Yeah, totally. It's called Project X, but he's not playing the same character, obviously, because it's set in, like a rock in modern days. Yeah. What you got to say? Because um, I don't want to zoom through all my shit. I was going to mention the. Uh, I talked about this online with you. Uh, the Neil Blokamp Ruby Cup. Mm-hmm. It's just been pretty much announced. Um, it's a. Uh, it's basically a new sequel to the original Paul Verhoeven film. Yeah. Uh, well, when that's I, what the same. Yeah. When I first read it, I was like, "Hold on, are they using a script?" That, because it was written by the original writers, the script that they're rewriting, mm. it was like their original sequel instead of like before RoboCop 2 happened. And I'm like, okay, so is it a sequel to the 87 one, or are they using this as to make a sequel to the last one? Yeah. But I it's, think it's, it's a proper sequel. Clear. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it might even just be a reboot using the script, maybe, I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I mean, I, hope, I think they're keeping the title on there, RoboCop Returns. Well, that's what uh, that's what the, that's what's been thrown around. Yeah, RoboCop Returns. So shit, yeah, I like it's, it. It's it's almost campy, but it like fits with that like satirical. If they yeah. go down that route again of like sort of tongue in cheek, yeah, but definitely. not like not like you know not like as, as tongue in cheek as the original was. Yeah, because uh, I don't know, it may, it may not work. No, that's the trouble in it with RoboCop. I, I said it probably. If you check the recording back when we we're talking about the the reboot, the problem with RoboCop is just such a film of the time. Yeah. And like the formula worked because it was it was the eighties and I don't know transposing it's very difficult. So no, I, I thought honestly that it could totally work now. It's just not the way they tried to do that with the remake, but they were too safe with it. I think they weren't yeah. fucking like scathing with the like satire and stuff. Mm. Like some of the stuff in fucking RoboCop, but it seems on the surface seems serious that you don't get it when you're a kid. But it's almost like Chris Morris levels at points, like how stupid it is and stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But they didn't do that with this. They were a bit more fucking like serious with it. And I'm like, yeah, oh come on, and add a bit of fucking humor in there and stuff. Yeah, it was definitely a way more serious film. Mm. I mean, as time's gone by, I, I, I've got to be honest. Like, I've come to hit, dislike it less. The Robocop reboot. Yeah, uh, they said I watched it and thought, you know what, it's okay. It's like it didn't need to be made. No. Mm. Is it a masterpiece? No. Is it better than the original? No. But it was it was it was a fine way to pass an hour and a half. Definitely, there's worse reboots out there. Yeah, of course. It's all recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, personally, it's come straight to mind. Yeah. Oh, I know it's pissing me off at the minute because obviously uh, we're recording this on uh, Friday the thirteenth, folks. And um, Sky are like putting them all on. They started last night, like after midnight, showing them from the beginning. I say from the beginning because apparently they've they've, th- they've lost the copy of the original because in- they've shown all of the originals, but they're just showing the remake instead at the start. Oh, so it goes Friday the 13th, 2009, then Friday the 13th, 2, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, like this, imagine someone watching them for the first time, like, I thought this was made in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> They've all got iPhones in that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was well ahead of its time. People were right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, wait, so you, would you, I'm, 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 you know, I don't give a shit either way, but I'll be fine with this Robocop movie as long as it's not, a, you know, like a yeah. sequel to the last one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the only thing uh, being... My cynical input on this would be like, 
you know, why does the internet keep doing this? They're all like, fucking Neil Blomkamp is making a film. And it's like, why, why does the internet fucking love Neil Blomkamp? It's so strange. Yeah, District 9 is really popular. Yeah, but like, since then he's churned out shit. That was a while ago, like. That's <laughs> unfortunately. Um, you know, like, Chappie was alright, but it was it was a bit of a Yeah, I never saw Chappie. I saw, what uh, was the other one? Elysium. Elysium, yeah. And that was like, again, it, he's a, a very, very good conceptual guy. I'm just not sure he should direct films, bless him. Uh, give him a chance, man, give him a chance. Yeah. But it's just odd that, like, you know, when that Aliens thing was coming out, people were like, oh, fucking, oh, and like, Neil Blokamp. And it's it's weird. It's weird to, like, He's like, I don't know. I guess it's strange when this happens to certain directors. It just, just, it just every couple of years that happens, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Remember, like fucking like, the Christopher Nolan army that seemed to have disappeared now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that that was massive. That was when I was working at H and B. I remember, like, he could do no wrong. Yeah. And if, like, if, if you disagreed with your opinion, their opinion on it, one of his films, you, like, got bad and stuff. Yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> you actually got chinned in the street outside HMV, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> by, by diehards. You got set upon by a bunch of people with nice hair and long coats, all dressing like Christopher Nolan and put the boots tea in that. <laughs> Where, with the little flasks of tea in there. Yeah, because you went, Dog Night's good, but it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's not. Fuck off. It's not that good. I don't know. I don't know. No, look. No, I like the film. How dare you? How dare you? I like the film. I like the film. Take Batman and the Joker out of it. See what people think of it then. (laughs) Yeah, true. It's a good crime film, but it's a great superhero movie. You know what I mean? Because, like, it's a great crime film that happens to have superhero characters and it's people like, oh, it reinvented the genre. No, it didn't. Did it? Fuck. Yeah, it just wasn't shit. It's It's, one of them. It's fucking, like, people have said before, it's heat. In the yeah. DC universe. <laughs> like, take those characters out and just have Christian Bale and Heath Ledger. People will be like, yeah, that was a good film. That's it. Yeah. It's certainly with, like, Heath Ledger, like, it puts that film in, like, a different category, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, he died and it created this, like, like mythical sort of air around us. Mm. Almost like... I, I, oh. I don't agree, though, that if he hadn't died, people wouldn't be talking about it the same way because these... He's, yeah, true. If he lived to die, his performance is, is fucking great, so... Yeah. I know. You could, the fact that Christian Bale's voice nullifies it from being the best Batman film. Well, yeah, it, it still stands out today. In every film it does, you know, like, every time he, he talks to somebody that actually knows who he is and stuff, like yeah. the Rachel character knows who he is. Yeah. So I'm like, why are you talking like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, make any sense. Where's the trigger? <laughs> At least with the... the the shitey new DC films that uh, they kind of corrected that with he's got like a voice modulator that was so much better so it's like uh, you know it kind of works I guess you don't you don't really turn it on and off it's and just there honestly I don't know if that's ever in any of the like, versions of Batman the comics, but it just works so much well because Batman makes gadgets yeah he would make so, a gadget to change his voice yeah so people don't identify him yeah. like, do you not think of like someone ran into like Batman one night and then ran into Bruce Wayne the next day and went why are you all fucking horse and neck and fucking tunes and that yeah. <laughs> oh I just got I got a cold we wee bit of Tarantino cast news just interesting mm-hmm. to see like which people are going to be in this film uh, Mike Moore who played or Mike Moore who played Ryu in the Street Fighter Assassin's Fist movie has been cast as Bruce Lee in his Once Upon a Time in Hollywood movie. Oh, right. mm-hmm. God. That's going to be a mad film, isn't it? Yeah. I can imagine like, there'll be people popping into that film that don't necessarily... Because it, no one knows what the structure it is, that it just takes place around the Sharon Tate murder and stuff, so... Yeah, so it could just be like, 
looking at the time period as and, well. And how it bit. affected the actors at the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Bruce Lee was around, that's when he was, like, teaching Kung Fu to, like, Steve McQueen and shit, so. Yeah. yeah. There was an interesting photo popped up the other day on Instagram of, like, Bruce Lee at Sharon Tate's funeral. Oh, really? Yeah, like, in the background. So, imagine it'll be something like that. It'll be like, oh, there's Bruce Lee. Yeah, totally. Maybe, who knows? Like, you never know what fucking Tarantino would be. No. It could literally just be Steve McQueen and Bruce Lee training for three hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's face it, you could just got a lot of Inglorious Bastards, haven't you? Like, Hitler gets killed with a machine gun and stuff. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? You might even do that. You might even do, like, a weird alternate history and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it ends with a death match between Roman Polanski and Charles Manson. <laughs> well, exactly. And everyone's like, hard up a second. <laughs> Bruce Lee comes in, he's a referee, so... <laughs> Oh, it'd be amazing! I hope he does. <laughs> um, yeah, got anything else? Uh, yeah, um, Billy D. Williams, I suppose. <laughs> oh yeah, should mention that. Let me so- just wipe the jism from myself. <laughs> uh, coming back to Star Wars, no doubt to be killed off in episode. Nine. Yeah, let's wait till the last one when we've already killed off fucking all the main cast that he can't interact with anymore. Yeah, Let, let's like- wait. Do you think it's he's just going to be there on a like sat at a table on his own with a, with a half drunk like drink, and he's just going to look all sad? Yeah, and that's the, that's the only bit he's in the film. And then, they're just like, oh, that's Lando. Oh, he looks he'll sad. come in and be like, where the fuck's Han? And they'll be like, oh, I died. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Leia? Uh, she died off screen. <laughs> where the fuck's Luke? We think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah, not. Like, we're not. No one's quite sure at this point. Yeah, it's just grim. I, it's. Probably too little, too late. I guess yeah. he really should have come back. I but. mean, I'm all for fucking seeing Lando again. It's just, it just seems like with all the fucking bad press over Last Jedi and Solo flop, they're like, oh shit, we need some. It get fucking smooth ass Billy D back. <laughs> so who knows? And it's just, just the fact that he's 81 as well. I'm worried. Like, it was different for Luke, uh, for Luke, for Mark Hamill. Like Mark Hamill, yeah, he looked a mess. He was out of shape and stuff, and then he got in shape. But he's like what in his 60s? I guess. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's still doable. But, like, last time I saw Lando, I mean, he, he did... Uh, Billy Dee Williams. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. That's, He's that's, Lando. That's, those people are just them characters. Yeah, let's let's just call it as it is. Yeah. He's Lando. Um, oh, Apollo Creed. It's a Geordie Star Wars reference. Yeah, we're there. not being racist. <laughs> um <laughs> I lost my track. Uh, the last time I saw him, he was at the... I think he was at, like, a solo premiere. I saw the last time I saw him was Force Awakens premiere, like um, the Red Carpet thing. But he, he didn't look well, mind. He really didn't. It, like, he was in a wheelchair, and then he did stand up a little bit, but in all the other photos, he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, I did last time I saw him, he wasn't in a wheelchair. Yeah, he just... I don't think he can stand for very long, you know, which is fair dues, but my point is, like, he, he can't hit the gym and get in shape for, like, the new film. So I just think it might be a bit of a contrast to see a very old Lando. Mm. I could already think they're going to see Giant. <laughs> <laughs> see Giant to make him look younger. So. Yeah, well, you know, it fits. He's older. Like I said, it won't It won't be a big role. No, I, I think you're totally right. It'll be a funeral thing. Yeah, so. they're going to have to somehow... I mean, I know this one will probably not be... Um, it won't be taking place directly after Last Jedi like the other two did, so there'll be like a year or two gaps. But I don't know, like they're gonna have to acknowledge the Leia not being in it thing. Yeah, they still haven't really said have they? Recast, written out, hundred mm. percent. And they can't, and they can't just like go, oh, she's off somewhere doing a mission because mm. that wouldn't work. Because you know for a fact, episodes ten, eleven, twelve are going to be announced like the day after the next one comes out. So mm. yeah, he'd yeah, be there. He'd be at the funeral with Wicket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll be yeah. worse, Davies cameo in that one. Yeah, definitely. 
They'll get them all in, won't they? Yeah. Mm. Who else yeah. could be there that you interacted with that we haven't seen yet? He could maybe convince Wedge to come back. No, nah, he'll not come back. Fucking <laughs> hate Star Wars, apparently. Yeah, judging on his last, uh, didn't he just say it's like pretty much like I've got no interest in doing that? Yeah, he's like, I think he said to quote Landown's dad, "It's fucking stupid." <laughs> <laughs> He even tell like Ewan McGregor would have been his uncle. He was like, "Oh, I've been offered the part of uh, Obi Wan." And he said, "Oh, I didn't do it, man." Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Fuck shame, yeah, man. Try to convince him out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, only the last little thing I've got is the Emmy nominations came out. All right. Uh, Twin Peaks was nominated for a bunch, including Lynch for directing. Totally well deserved. Kyle McLaughlin got fuck all, God. which is fucking ridiculous. If you've seen the series, I mean, I obviously can't say why he deserves an award without spoiling it, so I'll say nothing. But he just, he just fucking deserved something, and just he got nothing. And Twin Peaks got like about nine nominations for various categories, right? And he got nothing for acting. Bullshit, yeah. absolute yeah. bullshit. And I, mean, I haven't seen any of it. I was going to just have a rant about the other people that were nominated, but I haven't seen any of the shows. Even so. if it just got a nomination, you know? Yeah. Like, nice to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Feathers, we didn't go on to win it, but yeah. yeah nice when you, when you, when you see season three, you'll totally agree that he should have been nominated for something. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good in it. What a fucking shame. Is it just all like Love Island or something? <laughs> no, no, it's the Americans. Ah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> be some shit. It'll be like Game of Thrones, uh, Glow got some, uh, that Atlanta series. I don't know. Yeah. Some fucking dickhole from Game of Thrones will probably win it. Yeah. I did watch, uh, mention of Glow, I did watch uh, the both series of Glow. Yeah, you were saying, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. Great stuff. Really recommend it. Mm. It's like, it's in the middle. It's like, it appeals to wrestling fans and non-wrestling fans, I guess. Yeah, that, you can see that just by the popularity of it. It's just mm-hmm. a good a good show. Yeah, good drama. It's got some laughs, got some like serious stuff. Very good. But it's like, I've said I said it this last week, like, it's not a mean series. It deals with like, some grim stuff, but you never feel like it's punching in the gut or anything. No, no. So it's, uh, yeah, it's good. Good all-round comedy. Gee. I'm guaranteeing it's going to pick up some stuff with the Emmys, probably. Yeah, I would have thought so. Which is well deserved. The more Netflix stuff should pick up. I mean, it is now, but I mean, like, they should be winning awards and stuff. I don't subscribe to this thing. They're like, oh, but it's Netflix. It's not proper telly. It's like, fuck off. Yeah, it's like Spielberg leading the way on that show. Oh, that, that was fucking... I always respected Spielberg. You always seem like a forward thinker. And then he's like, fucking Netflix, not a proper picture. It's like, mm. I know, I get I get what he means. I would prefer it to be like, you know, it's theatrical. It's it's a, it's a But you can't think like that anymore because it's, it's no. 2018. But- Times are changing, man. Yeah, unfortunately, you got to just fucking live with it. And who cares at the end of the day? I, I mean, I don't, really, I don't even go to the pictures that much. Film, yeah, films are yeah. film. Yeah, didn't you get them pretty much dropped from uh, cans? I think Netflix. Like, it was something of, like that, yeah. Yeah, it was like off the back of him, like, cans were like, mm, okay. Like, we're not going to allow Netflix films at cans this year or something. It doesn't matter. It'll happen eventually. It'll have to. Possible. Yeah, because it's going to get to a point where that. I mean, I think it probably already is. I'm sure. Like, if you looked at the statistics, more people are watching films on Netflix than going to the cinema. I know that's easy to say because it's just a big library and you can watch like five films a day and stuff. But yeah. it'll get to a point where Netflix will totally overshadow cinemas and stuff. Yeah. But there'll always be cinemas, just like this. All fucking vinyl's so popular now. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always yeah. going to be cinemas that people can go and watch movies in. Yeah, it's, I mean, I've never been to an absolutely dead cinema. Yeah. I mean, even if you go, like, you know, funny times of the day, I mean, yeah, it's not even, but there's there's people in there. Yeah. But if you go to the cinema, like, pretty much most nights, like prime time, you know, like 7 till 10 o'clock at mm. night, it, there's a lot of people there. 
Yeah. So there's still doing money like You went you went to see Evil Dead the Evil Dead remake at like half eight in the morning there was fucking people there. Yeah, still a handful <laughs> of people here. Yeah. Yeah, just w- waking up and going to see that shit. <laughs> Coming out annoyed, just agitated. <laughs> I can't wait to do the podcast. <laughs> Saying that though, uh, I, I did stop myself from going to the cinema the other day. Did you? Here's me, me fucking old man, man. Oh, Because um, what? Uh, I still, I'm yet to see uh, Jurassic World. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. What's it called? Fucking last, last chance saloon or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, God, what's it called? I, I can't even think of the title. You know them. Jurassic World Two. Let's call. Jurassic World. Uh, give us more money. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but they only had an IMAX shown uh, at the time we wanted to go see it. Mm. Um, so I was like, yeah, bollocks, we'll go see it in IMAX. And Stacey was like, yeah, you sure? And I was like, yeah, sure. And she was, uh, I think I might have said, like, why? Like, what's the big deal? And she was like, oh, it's just because it's, like, 31 quid. <clears throat> um, I've <laughs> just glanced at Stacey's screen, Fallen Kingdom in it. That's yeah. the one. Um, yeah, 31 quid, basically, for the pair to go see it at IMAX. <sighs> I just thought, oh, I, I just went, no, you know, no, you know what, fuck it, I don't want to say, I'm not going to pay 31 quid and yeah. go fucking see Bollocks to that, man, that's that's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. Like, oh, it's just sickening, it's annoying, like, when you just think of the she agreed. Like, you could get the Blu-ray when it comes out for, like, a tenner, man, from yeah. Tesco's. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the kidding. Mm. 30 quid, Christ almighty. But then they're like, ah, oh, yeah, but in IMAX... The seats are comfy, and the sounds good. Why shouldn't you be getting that anyway? I know. <laughs> Don't be fucking selling us basic benefits of going to a cinema that you should get in every auditorium. For the price <laughs> of a normal screen and it's not IMAX, you should have a fucking comfy seat. Yeah, exactly. That's It's just annoying, that all. You sit there in IMAX, and the first ten minutes IMAX, it's like, but a sound, and, the, and you're like, fuck off. So you're actually saying... In the other seats, it's shite sound. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't want you didn't want to go and sit with the porpoise. <laughs> it's just weird, but yeah, thirty-one quid. No, I didn't fucking keep it. I'll, yeah. I'll either pirate it or I might buy it if it's cheap enough. Just because of that thirty-one pound thing. Fuck that! I'll get it for a fiver off the market. <laughs> yeah, I'll go and see Dave. <laughs> what Dave doing the market? Dodge you, Dave. <laughs> so we'll take a wee commercial. Just machine gun. Um, and then uh, we'll get back and talk about what we've been watching and all that jazz. So we'll catch you then. Yeah. They're the movie podcasts where very serious people talk about very serious things, analysing them like true professional critics in a very serious way. There are also podcasts where drunk or high youngins talk excitedly over each other about the latest pop culture stuff, dropping references and opinions like they were drunked up skunks. But what if you want both? What about if you want a movie review podcast and website that has a sense of humor, mad songs and weird guests, but also reviews movies with a passion and reverence not seen since Mrs. Penelope Thigh's public access movie Rama show just out of Duluth in 1987? Well, now you can. At no extra cost and with no unnecessary bowel misplacement, it's the After Movie Diner podcast. Available on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher and AfterMovieDiner.com. As sponsored by Titty Headlines, Movie Sanctuary and Facial Massage, please take exit 37 off I-98 and ask for Terrence. 
Welcome back, folks. That's <laughs> true. Uh, the, the Marvel of Eden. Yeah, the Marvel indeed. So what's your ass been watching then? I had a Val Kilmer double bill Fuck last night. What do you watch? I'm going to guess. Uh, Top Gun. Nope. And the Doors movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, even more random than that. Oh. Uh, I watched Willow. Nice. And uh, Top Secret. Hmm. I've never seen Top Secret. I always want to see it, though, because the same guys did Airplane and shit, isn't it? Yeah, same here, actually. I'd never seen it. Yeah. Uh, so I thought, yeah, fuck it. it randomly, though, I totally forgot Vulcan was in it. Yeah. So I, I, I had, like, uh, I got a few films, just random films that I, I just was in the room to watch. Um, I think Stacey said she, she'd never seen Willow, so I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I fucking can't get Willow. <laughs> um, and then remembered how, how dodgy it is. <laughs> Once I started watching it, I haven't seen it for uh, years. I, mean, I liked uh, it as a kid, but I know me, me tolerance for like fantasy shit is very low. Yeah, it's, it's a bit shaky. <laughs> no, no, I knew, I know, I won't enjoy it if I watch it now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a bit rough to be honest. Um, <laughs> and Paul Kilmer's acting that time was just like uh, just faster, more intense, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like although it's Lucas didn't officially direct that, it, it's got his hands all over it. Like, yeah. I'm sure it has. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so I sat through Willow, and then uh, I, I just had Top Secret on my radar for a while, so I was like, oh, let's chuck that on. Mm. And then credits Val Kilmer, I was like, oh, I was like, what a random double, double bill I've just fallen upon. Accidentally had a Val Kilmer night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed uh, Top Secret, it's really good, actually. Yeah, I've always heard it's really, it's one of his first films or something, isn't it? It's definitely his first leading film. It must be very early, yeah, 1980 one, it came out, so... Yeah. Was it 80? I thought it was like mid 80s or something. No, no, 1980, that one. I'm pretty sure. Nah, because yeah. Airplane 2 was like 1980. I don't know, like. Let's have a look, though. Because to be honest, I've not uh, I've not fully checked it out. I know Willow's like 86, isn't it? So. Something like that, yeah. Um, it was a big thing when we were kids. Yeah, yeah, like. Oh, it's a shame. Uh, oh, 84. No, you're 84. Yeah. Oh, right. it's mad. It doesn't look like it's 84. It looks older than that, to be honest. Um, and that's not a good thing. Um, it looks just more 70s, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, Willow's like... There's a good film in there somewhere uh, with like tighter editing and less dodgy 80s humour and stuff. Did Lucasfilm own that now? Like Disney? Because it's under Lucasfilm, so they'll probably own that. Probably, I guess. Surprised they haven't fucking tried to remake it with Chris, Although, with Chris Pratt or something. Is it not in the same thing? Because don't, Disney don't like own Indiana Jones or something, right? Or some weird thing like that. Doesn't Paramount uh, yeah, I think Paramount's still on that. Just like, so, like 20th Century Fox still own New Hope, I think. Yeah. Something like that, I don't know. It's, so there's probably something like that. Because I've never seen Willow mentioned at all. Right? Yeah. No, it just seems like one of those things, you know, if they had it, they would probably, you know, because mm. fantasy this stuff's quite big these days. Again, it's pretty generic, isn't it? Really, okay, really? No, yeah. as as a, you can just totally tell that like Lucas probably read Lord of the Rings and was like, "I'm going to make a film of that," and then he just wrote a script that pretty much just rips it off. Okay, yeah, yeah, much. yeah, yeah. just like a band of people going on an adventure uh, to to like save a MacGuffin or whatever, or to do something. Mm. There's like an evil sorcerer, and there's like a charismatic roguish guy. It just it's very Lord of the Rings ish, but like. You know, strip back as well. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's a sh- shaky film. Like the humor just is awful in it. To be honest, yeah. If you took all the humor out, it'd probably be alright. <laughs> <laughs> the humor that seems to hold it back, yeah, just falls flat on its face. Yeah, said it's been so long since I've seen it. Maybe they caught like ten minutes of it not long ago on TV, but 
I think that was when I was like, nah, I'm not rewatching this. And also, there's a there's a really funny bit. Um, you, you might not remember if you're not seen it, Fridge. I could barely remember this, but there's a female in it who's like the bad guy. She's like the daughter of the main like sorceress, mm. woman. and she's like you know she's she's like got red hair and she's pretty and stuff, but she's got like black armor on and she's the bad guy, and she basically just falls in love with Val Kilmer's character because he's a hero. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> He like he's it's like Han Solo. It's like George Lucas's like idea of how you like what you womanize. You like forcefully kiss them and then they fall in love with you because you forcefully the, kiss. The Sean Connery James Bond. Way yeah, basically. Yeah. So like he forcefully kisses her and she's like, "Oh, get off me, you pig!" And then in the next scene, he's like swashbuckling and she's like, "Oh, actually, you know, so I'm a bit wet." <laughs> yeah, basically, it, it's laughable to watch. You just like, "Oh, come on, man, no way!" It's embarrassing. I think I like I went red. I blushed for the film because it was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so grim. Yeah, and then it's like he like swoops down from swashbuckling. It's during the scene when he fights a big monster. Mm. Remember that bit? Yeah. He like swoops down and then she like grabs him and kisses him or something. And then from that moment, that character totally flips. She's no longer a bad guy. She's like helping him. Turns face. Yeah, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just like oh no. <laughs> yeah, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I guess probably thought you'd get away with that in a fantasy setting. Yeah, and you could have, you didn't even get away with that in like the eighties, I suppose. But now yeah, they'd, they'd, be, they'd be picking the fuck out of that film now. <laughs> yeah, too, right. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, you basically ripped. Yeah. <laughs> what have you been watching recently? Uh, I watched Unhinged a couple of weeks ago, which is like one of the video nasties I've never seen, oh. and I've always put it off just because I always heard it was shite. Yeah, <laughs> and it's shite. It's just boring. It's well, it's okay, it's fine. It just takes fucking ages to get going, and it, but it's one of those things that like cause I remember Cinema Snob's review of it years ago, and he was like, "It's boring, but it's got such a good twist that I'm not even going to spoil it for you. You're going to have to sit through this shit to see the twist." <laughs> and I was also I was like, "Yeah, it was quite a good twist," <laughs> and a really like creepy final shot. Yeah, like a creepy like final fucking five minutes. That last five minutes just like one really like vicious shot. We're like explaining the twist. They, you know, they're explaining the twist very ham handedly and stuff, yeah. but it's quite a good ending. It's just like basically a film that was made around a good idea. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, they came up with the twist and then fucking like wrote it backwards and were like, right, that'll do. Yeah. It's like one of those films where like it starts with like a 15 minute car journey just to pad out the fucking running time. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what did I say that in recently? Um, oh, yeah, it was some, uh, I was watching some ghost film. Uh, and there was, like, footage of him, like, getting in an aeroplane and then driving somewhere. Mm. And I was like, fucking hell, I've not seen this since, like, a video nasty or, like, a 70s film. Yeah. Where they're, like, padding the film out. Yeah, I had that, like, that Michael Bean film we watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Victim, yeah. yeah. When you see people doing shit, you know that it's it's not a good sign it's in a film. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like, come on, I didn't need to see that at all. And you just think yourself, just say, well, who cares if it's 70 <laughs> minutes? Just let, for 70 minutes is a perfectly fine length for a film. Yeah, put it out there. Yeah. It. Leave people thinking like, oh, I wish it was longer. Mm. Don't pad it out and make it long. Speaking of padding out, actually, I wasn't going to mention this because it was, it was like, I think I watched it before we did the last show, but I didn't mention it. It was like Drive-In Massacre in the 70s movie. Um, it wasn't a video nasty. I think it was on like the section, maybe it was on the section. No, it wasn't. I, don't know. I, thought, it was, I thought it was on the section three list for the video nasties, but I don't think it was. Uh, it's just like, <laughs> it's a gimmick film where like a, a serial killer is going around killing people at a drive-in. Yeah. But apparently, according to the IMDb trivia, it was filmed in like four days or something. <laughs> 
Blimey. You can totally tell. <laughs> Quick and dirty. There's just so much padding. There's just this one shot of just cars at a drive-in for what feels like 10 minutes. And you're like, <laughs> fucking hell, man. I was like, I think for like one scene, which I was reading in the trivia, it was added to pad it out. It just goes on. It's just like, for no reason, this random other killer, nutcase, is in a warehouse chasing the girl around for like what feels, I think it's 15 minutes. It has nothing to do with the plot. And then they kill him, and then they wrap the film up. God. It's worth the watch, though, because there's literally one bit in it where a guy fucks up his line and then just starts again. Just <laughs> He's kept it in. Like, he blatantly flubs his line and just keeps going. I'm like, you could have cut that out. <laughs> just talk like Ed Wood or something. It is, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's just great because it's, it's specifically been made to play in drive-ins. Because right. it ends with... Um, Spoilers. <laughs> it ends with the killer getting away. You don't find out who the killer is, really. And then a voice, which is supposed to be coming over a tannoy to drive in, says, like, the killer has been spotted in our area. And then the film just ends without credits. And I was like, that's a cool idea. Yeah. You didn't so have like, to sit through 65 minutes of boring shite to get to it. No. <laughs> it could have been a short film at a drive in before another film. Yeah, just like, like what Pixar does or whatever. Yeah, totally, yeah like a horror Pixar, yeah? a grindhouse <laughs> Pixar movie. Anything else to be watching, sir? Um, uh, I don't think so. Just uh, I've been watching a lot of that uh, Glow, I guess. That's the main thing I've been watching. Jim. Yes. Hey, I watched the Hills Have Eyes remake. Oh, did you? I've never seen it before. Who, who's in that again? Um, The only guy I really know in it is that, well, you know, um, oh, fuck, what's that guy's name now? Scary looking bloke. He's in The Untouchables. Billy fucking. Mm. Is it Billy? <laughs> I'll just make that. It's too warm. Um, fuck! I can't remember his name. Untouchables. He's like a. He's the guy like that gets shot in the Untouchables and fought. He's in like loads of Salem as well. He, Billy Drago. That's him. Yeah. yeah. Billy Drago judges. Yeah, that's mm. him. Wow, what a mad name! Like I saw he was in it, and then I went because he plays like the leader of the cannibals in this, mm. like Papa Jupiter or something. Papa, what is it? Oh, I fucking have that. Um. And then he, like, literally tends up one, one scene. Does he? And I was like, is that it? <laughs> and the other guy that plays the dad, I've recognised from a bunch of stuff as well. Uh, but it's, it's it's not like an all-star cast remake or anything. No. Yeah, I enjoyed it, though. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not a huge diehard fan of the original. No, me neither, really. It's one of them films that, like, its reputation precedes it, really, doesn't I th- it? I think, honestly, my fucking opinion of it, though, comes from, like like I said before, like, being terrified of the poster in the box when I was a kid because of Michael Berryman's face. Yeah. Just that fucking scowl he's given. Yeah. And it's like, the hills have... And I remember, like, a trailer I saw, it was like, it's back. Like, I was like, fuck, it's back. Where's it been? <laughs> Where the fuck's it been? And then, like, I saw the film when I was, like, 12 and was like, oh, fucking... Like, I just didn't... I didn't like how, like, there was these fucked up people in the hills who had walkie-talkies and daft names. Mm. It just seemed like, as a kid, I was like, if now I would use the word camp, but as a kid, I was just like, it's just weird. Yeah. Yeah, but it's gory as fuck, obviously, the remake. Mm. Uh, it's good, though. It's not bad. It's not great. Yeah. It's not like, it's not one rush to watch again. And it adds, like, a PS at the end that the, the original doesn't have, which is quite nice. Yeah, right. Because, like, you know, throughout the whole film, you keep seeing, like, the binocular views of the cannibals watching the family. Uh, yeah. And then, it, like, it's a big far-out shot of the kind of, of the family, like, going, we did it, we survived. Then it zooms out, and it's the view with the binoculars, and it ends. I was like, that was quite nice. Mm. And then they didn't do a sequel; they did a prequel. <laughs> For the sequel, it's a prequel. God, fucking Hollywood's <laughs> obsession with prequels. Yeah. And stuff. Well, because they killed off all the fucking good members of the family, and this one, so they're like, oh shit, I we can't do a sequel. <laughs> yeah. 
And then I rewatched it after that. I was like, I'm in the mood for more like modern Hollywood remake bollocks. I rewatched that Texas Chainsaw 3D again. Oh, right. God, the one with like uh, fucking Dadajo and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Hair from Lost. Ben's yeah. daughter. It was yeah. hotter than. Yeah, yeah. That, that is the one thing that sticks out in my mind about that film. Mm. The Babes. The Babes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I, didn't, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as I did the first time. Because I remember being really pleasantly surprised by it the first time. Mm. I still don't like how it like it takes place directly after the original, and all of a sudden there's like 85 new family members in the house. Yeah. Like, where these cunts come from without shopping? It's a bit daft. Yeah. yeah from what I remember. It's good to yeah. see Bill Mosley play the cook, though. Cause he, he does a good mm. job. It's always nice to see Bill Mosley. I was watching fucking some Slayer music videos the other day. They did this series of music videos in a trilogy about this criminal character. Yeah. And one of them fucking Caroline Williams and Bill Mosley were in it. was like a little Texas Chainsaw 2 reunion. <laughs> Kate, is Kate, no, Danny Trejo's in it. The guy who played Jason in the remakes in it. God. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, I watched a film the other night, just totally randomly on Sky, turned it over and went, I'm going to give this a watch. A movie called Porno, P-A-W-N-O. Mm. Australian film set in a pawn shop. Well, kind of set in a, in a rough, I think it's like a rough area in, in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and it's about like the different shops that are there. Really good. Really enjoyed it. Just, if I want to be, if I'm going to be lazy about it, it's an Australian clerk's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's even two like druggy characters that hang out outside the shops. Blame me, but really it's not, it's not. It's that, that took us like twenty minutes to be like. Oh, I guess they're catching the Jane Salmon. Yeah, it's a bit much more serious than Clerks, though. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it. If you get a chance to check it out, it's really good. Is it like more like independently type feel of it, or? Okay, oh, I think it was an independent film. Yeah, yeah, but it's shot in like scope and it looks. Yeah, it's not like a grimy black and white film like Clerks, right? Yeah, it's really good though. Just good characters. Good. It's quite funny, and then you know. Because it's Australian, a bit like British films, we can't do anything realistic and funny without throwing in a bit of graphic violence now. <laughs> yeah. So there's a bit where you just like, fuck me, it just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> bit of grot. Yeah. <laughs> and then last night watched uh, David Lynch's The Straight Story, because I've never seen it before. Very beautiful film, very nice film. Yeah. Mm. Mm, it's, it's funny that it's like his most normal film, if you want to call it that. Yeah. It reading up David Lynch calls it my most experimental film. <laughs> of course he would say that. <laughs> just a normal film. Yeah, it's saying. literally like, like it's fucking it's hilarious when it starts because it says Walt Disney presents a David Lynch film. Yeah. And I was like, that's like a joke. But now nah, Yeah, it's something you don't expect to see really. Yeah, it's just a really, I've been wanting to see it for years, but I just kind of put it off because I knew I was like kind of saving it because I knew I would really like it. Yeah. And I was just in the mood for something like quiet and calm last night. So it's based on a true story about a guy who like traveled like for months on a lawnmower to go visit his brother because he refused to like drive. He didn't have a driver's license and he refused to let anyone take him. Uh, it's about like this old guy's journey across country, meeting all these people to go visit his dying brother. Well, nice dying, but his brother had a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really nice film. Really emotional film as well. That sounds, uh, yeah, that's a very un-David Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Like tone wise, it's almost like fucking Hannah Bay or something. Like that kind of, quiet you know kind of emotional quiet film type of thing yeah really good film I'll have to check it out and that was the last thing I watched last night I bought um, i trying to think random films to watch I bought uh, Hooper recently well Stacey did I should say give her the credit the Boyd Reynolds film Uh, Mm. never never seen it I've got that on tape somewhere Mm. taped off the telly by my parents when I was a kid now I always wanted to rewatch it. That can't be in the same. <laughs> no, so. Yeah, because Hal Needham and shit, and it's like about yeah. essentially about his life as a stuntman. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's out on a well. It's it's. A, I think it's an American Blu-ray that mm. we got, but it's multi-region. I think pretty sure. Oh, champion. Uh, yeah, gonna give that a watch. Mm. Yeah, I've always wanted to see that. Yeah, makes sure I can pick that up myself. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it was very expensive. I think I just got it on like Amazon or something. Or, mm. 
Hey. Yeah, I was going to watch it before we did the show, but I didn't mind. Anyway. Other than that, fucking like I said, I uh, tried to watch Alien Covenant and turned it off about an hour because I couldn't be asked. Yeah, that, that film's just... <sighs> Just, just bored. I was just saying, I don't, I think it's, I, I'm just looking at me phone and shit. I was like, I don't care what the fuck you're talking about. Like, I don't care what the fuck they're doing. I don't care who lives. I don't care who dies. That CGI is wank. Oh, I'm turning it off. The only bit, like, the, the one sort of redeemable bit, there's maybe one or two, but mm. I quite like the, the bit, uh, when, like, it all goes wrong initially. You know, where the thing comes out that guy's back and stuff. Yeah. I did kind of like some of that. I mean, I know it was, like, squirmy sort of gore that makes you uncomfortable, you know, that kind of horror. Like, yeah. like you're more squirming in your seat, not because it's scary or anything. But I, I just, the elements, like, where she slipped on the blood, if you remember. Yeah. I, I think she shoots up the shotgun and stuff. Yeah. There was something about that scene that I quite liked. I think it was the panic. Well, yeah, it was well done in, like, claustrophobic and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, some of the, like, the goopy stuff, like, in the back stuff, I, that was the stuff where I thought, eh, you know, that's cheap. Yeah, that and was, you, it was like what you were saying when you said you first saw Land of the Dead and you thought, like, George Romero was, like, doing stuff, like, overly, like, overly gory to shock modern audiences. And then it just, yeah. then it felt like, that's kind of what it felt like to me. Like, Ridley Scott yeah. was obviously like, oh, we're gonna have to make it, like, stupidly gory now to please, like, teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that stuff, the back stuff and that, yeah. It, but it was the more the the little thing running around the floor and stuff, and the you sh- the feeling of the character should be should be able to overcome it because mm. it's only little and the, the, they've got equipment and stuff. But it all kind of goes wrong. Mm. Um, yeah, there's something about that scene I, I did quite like, but the rest of the film was like ugh, all downhill from yeah, there. It just really. didn't get, plus, it didn't it didn't help that I could remember Dick all about Prometheus. <laughs> That's another weird thing about the film. It pretty much opens and it's like, you know, Prometheus, well, fuck that film. Yeah, she's just, just dead. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how weird. Why Why would you, like, snub your own film? It, it's one thing with, like, Last Jedi. It's because it's a different director and writer and shit. Mm. But, like, why did Ridley Scott... I know you've got, like, a shit ton of backlash for Prometheus and stuff. Yeah. But don't snub your own film. That's so weird. Like, what a weird stylistic job. Yeah, in a way, I probably would have respected it and liked it more if it, like, it was just a sequel to Prometheus. I, I don't remember fucking hating Prometheus. I remember thinking it was fine. Like, just not, like, it's obviously not the film you expect. Yeah, there's just stuff, elements about it. You know, like, I like the film generally, but it's more, you know, the stuff we're always joking about, like, the guy that's a kuchiku to the fucking giant yeah. space snake and stuff. Uh, the daft stuff. The, the people the people put themselves in danger. Yeah. Always stood out to me as like, oh, stupid. That's no, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, you know. And just, yeah, it's it's hard because it's not like I'm sitting there going, oh, the force. That's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> you know. You, yes, you've got to you've got to like suspend your disbelief a little mm. bit. When people are like literally putting their heads in bear traps and stuff. Yeah, when you're you've like, got oh, like people who are scientists <laughs> and are supposed to be really fucking smart and they're just making a really dumb decision just because yeah. they have to. Yeah. Otherwise, the script can't go any further. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think honestly, it's one of those films. I think if that was just Ridley Scott's next film and had Dick Holt, like the hype about it being an aliens film was wasn't there. And it had nothing to do with aliens. It would have been way more well well, well received. Yeah, absolutely, I reckon so. Yeah, mm. it just it was in this weird place of it didn't know what it was, and neither did the audience. Because like your average mainstream audience that go, I was thinking, like, oh fucking hell, they're doing like an aliens film, like telling the backstory. Cool. The hardcore alien fans were going in there, going, oh, we're going to find out where the space jockey came from. Yeah. What's that ship? How did the aliens get created? Yeah. We've got none of that. <laughs> Want the answers and stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> the news about it went on for months. It was like, yeah, it's an alien film. That's nah, not. It's got strands of aliens' DNA. I always remember was the fucking... <laughs> and I was like, fuck off, will you? <laughs> but 
proper live PR speak or something. Yeah. Like when people started using words like, it's not a re- reboot, it's a, a reimagining. And you're like, fuck off. It's, yeah, re- so it's a reboot. remake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just these new popular terms. Yeah. It's a recalibration of the original <laughs> ideas. <laughs> yeah, they're all just the same thing. Yeah, exactly. You, you pick, like, pick up a fucking thesaurus. They're just all the same words. Yeah, go to re. <laughs> <laughs> just pick one. <laughs> what a bollocks. Yes. So I think that's it. Yes, I think so. There you go. Just a, a quick show. Yeah, it'll be about an hour. Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to get back on the themes and stuff. The summit. I'm now. Uh, I'm now what? Give me now. Yeah, I do. We'll, re- we'll review porn. That's all we'll do. Hardcore fisting. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's any uh, porn review podcasts. Probably. There's a podcast for everything, man. It'd be a podcast for, like, shit-eating porn, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll be back shortly. I mean, you know, this will be going up quite quick after the last show, so don't say we don't spoil you when we haven't been around mm. for a while. So I'm this fucking hell, this is episode 140, sir. Blimey. Nice mm. round number. Mm. Kind of yeah. shit, though, because we did, like, episode 100 two years ago. <laughs> yeah. O- over two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... Putty asses. It was that first year we had a plan. We need to get back to that shit. Mm. You know, I just hate podcasting and stuff. So I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it. <laughs> you hate talking. I hate talking. I hate you. I hate Skype. <laughs> hate your mic. <laughs> so until next time, folks, you keep it fucking lovely. Yes. We'll see you down the trail. See you on the pit. See you doing the pit. <laughs> bad about bad. Hi, I'm Stacey with Aness, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, a review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash wafufm. Thanks for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.